process podcast episode 374 it's valentine's day and um oh no tomorrow's one year since i did offsite i was about to say it's been one year since i did offsite but that was that's a lie it's uh tomorrow february 15th is one which is one year already and that's kind of like wow that's mind-blowing yeah i was gonna say does it feel like Um, it's past it feels like it's been less than a year but it also feels like it's been yeah. five years at the same time. It's COVID, COVID years. years. It's, a, it's a paradox. It's uh, but it, yeah, it's very weird. But uh, today's your first day at, at the new job, at the job rather. How did it go? It was great. Enough said. It was. It okay, was very I'm glad. Fun. How did you find like the first Fantastic. experience of waking up early to go? Waking oh, up early to go to a job in an industry that you enjoy to get paid. <clears throat> Did that? Yeah. Getting up was tough, but yeah. I don't think it hit me until like maybe as I mm. got there. And I was like, holy shit. That's cool. I'm actually like happy that cool. <laughs> it's worked out like That's this. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I can imagine. Like I, I had a similar experience on my the first... First day that I showed up to Earthscape um, to work, because I went there, took a week off from Spartech in the middle of May, and would and drove yeah. to um, Earthscape to like get a tour and all that stuff. But I wasn't working then. But when I went there for my first day of actual work, I remember driving. I was in Barrie, right? So I left from Barrie. And I'm driving in and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm I'm doing this. Like this is this is my thing now. Yeah. This is what I do. And there was a weird moment when I pulled into the parking lot, and I still remember this. And like I'm sitting in a car that I bought with my own money, which seemed weird. <laughs> I'm coming from a house that I'm renting, which seemed weird. I like pick up my backpack and I walk into the front door and I sit down at my desk and I'm like, ah, now what? Like I got this far. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where, where do I go from here? What happens next? Like, okay, you only, the, the aspiration is to get the job, but then you don't actually think about what happens when the job starts, you know, right. Like I subconsciously knew that, okay, I'm going to be designing playgrounds, but you don't really have a sense of what that looks like, you know? And this is obviously just like context dependent towards me and because it's my experience. But I can imagine there was a similar thing of like, you get there, you're like, oh, all these other people who have been here before me have stuff to do. They're already in stuff. Their projects are in, they're in the middle of projects. They have stuff to do. They know what to do. They've got a system. They've got a routine. And I'm showing up here like a fresh chicken out of the egg, what, whatever came mm-hmm. first, thinking like, what do I do now? But like, should I just go make a sandwich or something? I probably should. 
and yeah, that's, I remember feeling that and I'm like, well, no one's, I don't want to be the type of person that first day goes up and says, someone, what do you need done? I want to be the type of person that can try and understand that without having to ask the question. And that's, that was all informed from stuff going on beforehand. Cause I did like a month of, or like half a month of part-time loosely involved stuff where I would attend meetings. So I had a context of what I was getting into. Um, and obviously like you didn't, you didn't have that opportunity cause it's a different type of different type of work, but, and yours, there, there are different, there are different things, right? Yours is you've got a contract or whatever to produce this model and complete this model. So it's, it's procedural. You got to go through the steps. You can't really cut corners to get to the, can't cut corners to build the final result. Um, yeah. But I remember, I remember my first, my first week when I went there three times and did 12 hours of driving in the first week on the three days, I was fucked. Basically just like trying to do all this shit. But I didn't really speak to anybody. Like my boss Alex would come in and we would we would chat for like an hour ish each day and see how I was progressing with things. And I had training to do, like online module training, so that soaked up a bit of time. But it was all a lot of it was spent like observing how other people were working. That I found really impactful is just watching other people, seeing how they worked, seeing what they were doing. Um I got a lot of value out of that. Just, just observing. Yeah, and it's better for me because I'm like, it's easier for me because I know two people. That's also there. true. That's also true. Who are very close to me. Yeah, so the like, type of close where like hey. you can smack their butt and kiss them on the cheek or the lips, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I type that I can like, be like, have a stupid mm-hmm. question. If I'm too embarrassed to ask anyone else. That's very true. Where's the bathroom again? <laughs> Where do I go to take a <laughs> shite? Yeah. How do you use the microwave? Yeah, it's things like so it's like Oh dude, the micro yeah, the microwave is, is microwaves are like showers. You know, you go to each, each one, one is, is different, different and there's no standard operating dude, procedure for it. Yeah, we need to <coughs> can we normalize a microwave standardization? Please. And showers normalizing microwave. yeah i feel like in a microwave though we know anything that's microwavable be like okay put it in for this time and usually most things mm-hmm. tend to work but then sometimes like you'll just find microwaves that like you have to run there for like twice as long because you're like man like what's powering this thing is it like a fucking a small bulb <laughs> from 19 fucking 36 like what's exactly. going on here dude or or like the one we have here at home is like powered by the oh sun God. i think wow. it's like it just it's so powerful Damn. who brought the microwave at woodlock you know is that your microwave I me mean, still have that somewhere i have a box in storage here somewhere that's like the microwave the kettle the toaster oh, toaster too that's right something else something like that they yeah come in, they, they come <laughs> yeah, in handy trust me they stuff. come in handy don't ever get rid of that shit yeah um yeah that's right it was except they're all ugly stuff though i mean you know it's all like cheaper stuff anyways but it's a bit it's just ugly the microwave's okay but it's like it just is a bit ugly. especially the kettle the 
I just, to me, I'm like, I want, that's going to be one thing when I have my own place is I'll actually spend money to get a nice kettle because I appreciate mm. it. I like that thinking. So I'm going to be making, I want a French press so I can have actually good mm-hmm. coffee. I agree. I agree. I support that. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm going to make a shit ton of tea. Interesting. You're going to have a nice teapot? Because that's, I, I, I've always said for some reason, I want like, you'd think, huh, Zach, you definitely want like a primer gray teapot and like cup and saucer yeah. set or something which that would be kind of aesthetically awesome however there's a part of me that kind of wants like a a super old school english looking like, like china and white and all that <laughs> you know yeah or that or like you know like a really like with tons of like floral designs like very like yeah. grandma looking yeah. like teapot with saucers something that's like ironically classic because i think it'd be a cool vibe especially if you had like your whole place was like black white gray and simple and then you just have something that's very ornate like that that's old school i just feel like it's it's like it would be a cool, cool like piece of vibe. contrast for sure but like yeah so definitely getting a nice yeah. kettle like that if i had the money we'd have to get you know what it was the one kettle we had to sketch and fucking every time we looked up like here's a famous designer a famous design item and it was that fucking kettle yeah was it with the little the red and the blue and oh it was the red uh was it the red bird oh, or something that, that would that's open um, then the black handle yeah I think no it was that's Krups not the corrupts one that's that's uh no. i think that's a massin ma- i think it's a vignelli one what was um, it famous and then it had like the blue was it the blue uh ball on it or something i mean where we're looking at it. see look at the form look how you know it's red it lets you know what end is hot not to touch and then blue is like where you can place your hand because it's you know not too hot to burn you all this design and we like studied that i feel like it was it was like the eames chair where like every time we talked about classic famous yeah. design that kettle fucking michael graves up. alessi alessi michael graves alessi kettle that was it <laughs> i think a certain someone would would always like bragged about having it yeah right? he did you yeah, think about the same person yeah fuck i think it. fuck it okay i'm pretty sure he, he did. did he, he said did. that right several could be times a lie. I mean, several i could times. just say i had fuck one it. yeah i could just say i have one but i don't actually I, even if i had the money i wouldn't buy that one I I agree. ugly I the like the corrupt <laughs> was the one that ken uh not ken sorry glenn's glenn's Bruce, dad design the corrupts Oh. And we did like we did it for Bruce's oh. class. We did it for Bruce's class. I was gonna say, was that the one we did? Uh, Bruce's the Canson yes. render. That yeah. was the crops, right? That one's actually nice. I would have that. Uh, that likewise, I totally agree. That's very nice. But I bet it's like I don't know, like five hundred bucks. The BW six hundred. Uh, let's see how much it costs. It's um, expensive. Well, other than the fact that it's just not for sale. US. That doesn't do me any good. Amazon. Well, it's probably super old and like you have to get it off some like collector for like Yeah, six it's not available for immediate purchase at the moment. So and you have to promise you have to sign a contract that you're only allowed to use it once a week so it doesn't degrade. Yeah. Something yeah, like it's that. Not, I'm not getting any results on here. Nothing nothing easy in anyway. that. Nothing that's not indirectly related to another current modern kettle that's arguably a lot less quality. 
Um, but I does IKEA have a sell a kettle? It's IKEA. They sell everything, except for like people. Sure. They have a French press. Um, they do. I feel like if IKEA has a French press and a kettle, that is exactly IKEA. what I'm getting. I want to go full. I would. I would. IKEA s- I would stay away from the IKEA French press, to be honest, because really? because it is very similar in form and package to the one that I annihilated my thumb with. <laughs> I was going to say, does that have anything to do with your personal experience of lacerating yeah, of your thumb? Of almost losing my hand. It's it's not the same, but it's right. very similar. This one does look a bit a bit better quality, to be honest. Yeah, I would just be really careful cleaning. Do you it. remember when I bought... Um, so when... I got back from Australia and we had the coffee. We didn't, did we have a coffee maker? We had a coffee. Did we have a coffee maker? Oh, we did. Okay. <laughs> Until yeah. and, it and, got yeah, destroyed, but yes. That coffee maker. But in but fourth yes. year, did we have a coffee maker? Didn't it get destroyed in fourth year? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Grace's, no, Grace's no, one got destroyed Grace's in third year. I had, I brought yes. a Keurig. Uh, we had a kettle. We had a kettle, but Jason had coffee. How did Jason have coffee? Because I had a French press, but no one used the French press other than me. But we did have a communal Keurig, but the Keurig died. Oh no! It was it was like a it was, no it was a coffee maker because you had to filter. That was third year though. But I I have no fucking clue. I think Jason just used instant coffee. Possibly. Or no, he had his own little French press. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I just want a French press. Point That's B. All I can think about. Yes, I agree with the French press thing wholeheartedly. So I had I got the French press in like September, late September. <laughs> Do you remember me cleaning it in the sink? Like I've taken the glass beaker yeah, and out you were and I'm like, like shaking. shaking. I'm probably gonna drop it and cause even yeah. more damage. Yeah. That was a traumatic experience. Um but I have I have something on tomorrow on Tuesday, and I'm going into the I'm not going in I'm joining a, a Teams a Google Microsoft Teams call with Catherine and the first year students to give them like the equivalent of the pep talk that Drake gave the auto guys and me. Wow. Is it, is well, that's the way that? that I'm going to. Rough. It's not going to be that rough, but that's the way I want to approach it because <laughs> okay, okay. I shouldn't say right. I know what they need to hear, but I no, but it, that was but I know what they need good. to hear, right? Even if they don't know what they need yeah. to hear, um, and I only say that because from what Catherine has has said, as we're like we're doing a collaboration project, she said like they're they're good, they're eager to learn, and they're interested in it but they haven't necessarily been pushed as Is it all level up, 11 of them or something. And I almost 13. like the fact that it's 13. It's unfortunate because, and it's also, it has to do with COVID. So it's nothing necessarily to do with the program itself. It's, yeah. No one wants to start a school program in the middle of COVID. And I totally understand oh. that. But for the fact that these 13 people are here speaks to me that, they do care and they care a lot, but they need to first get over the the hump of 
not having the skills to do what they want to do, but still being able to communicate the necessary things with the limited skill set that they have so that they can push themselves and then eventually obtain that skill set. But that only, like we said on, I guess it was Thursday's episode last week, you can only, you only know your limit once you push past and break it, right? So Catherine, I proposed to Catherine actually in like our correspondence to set up this collaboration between Earthscape and Humber. Um, Like, can I come in and like talk to them maybe on like a studio day and just like give them what I wanted to hear? Probably, I didn't even know what I wanted to hear in first year. But what I wanted to hear. Yeah, but looking looking back, back, what you wanted to hear in first year. So I'm going to go in and like tomorrow probably talk for like an an hour, an hour and 15 and like have a discussion, not just me ranting for an hour, but me talking with the the students. Um, Right. But there's obviously like important things to make note of. And this is where I wanted to bring it up on here because I'm curious rather than just being in solely in my own head about it, what do you think is, is an important or important topics to cover on this talk for the first years? Ooh, that's a good question. I, first of all, I think that would be mm. great both for you and the, and the students, yeah. honestly, I think, is that, is it one of the, <clears throat> like that, that's gotta be one of the first times that, they're gonna have a like a like a recent grad. Yeah. Other than Sean, because like Sean's the model making. Other model than making Sean, prop. Yes, but but like everyone else, like I mean, maybe when we had Peter with with Detail, that was like he was what like three years ahead. Yeah. Three or f- yeah, because yeah, in fourth was it was he in thesis when we were in first year, or was that the year before we were in first year? He was like three or four, maybe even five years ahead, right? So it's still like he's been out, graduated for a couple of years, but you like being freshly graduated, essentially. Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool for them. Because like what we said before, it's that thing, right? Where the, a teacher tells you to, like about something. And like, yeah, yeah. And then like we would run to Bruce, or, uh, to mm-hmm. Reese. And the way he would do it, it's like more of like, not that you can't be friends with the props, but like it feels a bit more personal because they're closer yeah, to you. Exactly. And so I think that would be cool. <clears throat> oh man, that's a first of all, I was gonna say, do you <laughs> do you worry or think that you know, like not to say that you're like whoever the the guy that came in for Umbra, but you know how oh, everyone Matt Carr? Everyone had a had an opinion on some of the industry project, mm. the people that liaisoned with oh, the company and us. Like Dom. Yeah. Yeah, and, and people were like, oh, you know that are you worried that the kids are <laughs> see you as um, I don't think they will, but I just thought it was a fun I, thought. It's in but, the back of my mind because I know that it's like I gotta be cool. Because I know how I in like I know how I reacted to people that came in like Dom and Laura and they were probably yeah. they were the youngest people that came in to work with us, um, and there's also an ego thing where you see someone else yeah. who's maybe two or three years older than you, or maybe you're the same age, or in some cases you're younger than them, 
or they're yep. you're older than them and they're younger than you and you're like like i shouldn't be learning from someone younger than me younger than me there's that like age-old yeah. trope of you need to be yeah. older to be able to teach something right mm-hmm. and that's hard to grapple with but you get there eventually but i'm gonna i'm also i'm almost going to address that where it's like some of you may not like me simply because of what i what i what i say to you in a critique but that's your right yeah i can't take that away from you but know that what i'm saying isn't to be taken personally i'm only saying that out of hopes that it makes you a better and more critical designer but also a person i think that i was gonna say that i think that would be a good thing because being first year like i mean first year toughened me up pretty quick but it wasn't really until like halfway through second year when i really felt the click and i was like okay i can take critique and like separate me and my work and not taking it personally uh big burp there wow look at you go big burp hiccup thing um that'd be a cool thing to mention i was gonna say top of my head what would be kind of cool maybe is not necessarily something to talk but something to mention of like to ask them if they had any questions about executing Mm. the work and what i mean by that is weirdly my brain thought of this but like like you're saying it's first year level quality or that's what you like looking back we were able to do some pretty like the bus shelter was pretty big for first years it was your first year doing this thing and you're able to do that like it was pretty impressive so it's not like all your babies and you can't do anything but the difference of like what we're talking about the other day with self-critiquing and just the skills in general, the model making, the sketching, the research, stuff like this. But maybe, I don't know if Catherine would want it or not, but it'd be cool. Like I know in first year, it'd be cool to learn some of the tips and Mm -hmm. tricks, you know, like, first year they're always talking about underlays underlays and then like it only really came to like sec uh, third year when bruce is like oh you draw a car print off a sketch yeah. and do it and trace it essentially overlay it until you got it right learn that way or oh like you want to draw a hand once the if if the hand is holding a product project or the design is not as important like just print off a hand or take a photo of your hand in the right orientation and print that off and overlay that why waste time drawing a hand we're not fine artists stuff like that right or like um oh you need to find quick vectors to use look on dimensions guide or you know instead of drawing you know oh, you want to put trees and bush and stuff in your playground sketch well don't worry too much about not being able to draw a tree print off like a sketch of a tree and just mm-hmm. overlay it or stuff like that right like i wonder if there's a way to like implement that without just being like all right today we're having an eight hour class on me showing you every design trick right like you can't do that obviously but like i mean maybe that's something that will naturally happen during the project when you're working with them i think parts of it i think anyways but like i wonder that to 
ask them if they had any like i don't know maybe nothing about maybe that's just more like naturally as the project goes on that thing will kind of happen um things to talk about i mean i think it would be good like you said to talk about that whole thing and like to try not mm-hmm. take it personally that's important. if Very critiques important. are a bit harsh that's a big thing if you don't yeah. discourage them but you exactly. want to push them um especially you talking about your experience with going through that on their side of things. I think that'll help them be like, okay, well, you know, he's not evil. He's, he, he went through this a couple of years ago. Yeah. We, you know, um, hmm. Something to talk about. What's the, cause like I, I try and reflect on when Drake came in for the BRP critiques and was talking to us. Um, and basically like, basically said that the, the level of work that, the Humber students had put out like politics aside, but the, the level of work that the Humber students had put out was like nowhere near where it should be. And right. What that kind of got chopped up to was the fact that no one was treating it. No one was treating the project the way the project should be treated. And I don't yeah. still don't know what the right way to have treated that project is and that's okay because there's probably there's no one objective defined correct way to approach it but it's not a school project at the end of the day it's not to satisfy Catherine or ken or reese or whoever the profs were it's to satisfy the client Mm. it's to satisfy brp right it's to satisfy Eric Fournier and Denis Lapointe and Drake and all the other designers that are working there. Drake doesn't work. Drake no longer works there. The point being that all the Humber students had in their head, they need to impress Catherine and, and they need Ken the marks. and they need the marks. If they can impress Catherine and Ken, therefore BRP will be pleased. That right. does not make sense. And that is no. not true. It works the other way around, but not that way. Exactly. Exactly. Like if you won the competition, I doubt Ken and Catherine would have failed you. Exactly. Like Brad right? Brad won. No way. Brad won the entire thing out of like sixty odd people. Yeah. And Brad struggled for eleven out of those thirteen weeks yeah. to get his design to the to the point where it ended up being. And even then, Catherine will say it, she wasn't as confident and this is to take nothing away from brad and to take nothing away from Catherine or ken and their teaching but the point being that like we're we're easy to assume especially with a collaboration project that you need to satisfy the teachers because you're paying for school and then okay yeah then the client will probably be happy but at the end of the day it's like the marks that you get in that class don't matter if you win the competition and you get an internship with that that could be your full-time career that's what matters that's the important part that's what you need to focus on now earthscape's not offering an internship we're not saying oh if you do really we're not offering money or anything like that there's no first second or third place what we're doing is trying to bring kids students through the iterative procedural journey of creating a playground one that's not just a post and deck and a boring swing and a boring slide we're trying to challenge their way of creative thinking, which is a hard thing to do. 
especially for a later year student. I think it's almost yep. better that we have them as first years because they're still flexible and malleable in the way that they're thinking. They don't have the second or third year influence of simply more time in the program. We're able to say, I'm able to come in and say, use underlays. Like don't, it's about efficiency and it's about time. Yes, you need to learn your skills, but in two years, when it comes time for you to have an internship, we're going to, and if you apply, we're going to remember your name. And if you were kind of wasting the time with whatever, or if you weren't necessarily putting in the effort, you'll remember the name. We're going to, we're still (laughs) going to remember the name on the contrary. If you do put in the time and if you do put in the effort, that also stands out just as much, if not more. I was going to say, like, at the very least, whoever does well that you see do well, you'll at least remember them. Exactly. Big time. And you are an in to a potential job or internship mm-hmm. at that place later on. You never like, know. That's kind of thing. I, that's interesting, like, looking at it now from the other point, from a client's point of view now. Yeah. Like, you're the client going to Humber. Yeah. I want something that looks cool. I don't want to be shown like four supportive posts and a flat surface and a gable roof and a slide because you can buy that from Home Depot for 600 bucks. You know, that's, that's not why we're here. If you want to show me that, that's all well and good, but that's almost disrespectful because now you're wasting my time because the brief that was set out originally, say for the playground project or for BRP, we were Everyone was thinking about it to satisfy the rubric. And we've talked about this thousands of times. And Drake talked about it too. Drake was like the, the person that introduced it to us. What was that? Like the marks don't, the marks do not matter. The mark that you get in this class does not matter. What matters is that you have a piece for your portfolio. In the case of BRP, you may not be using this playground as a portfolio piece, depending on how it turns out. Odds are, probably not, but it's the experience that is important. In the same vein, you can worry all day long about satisfying Catherine's brief to make Catherine happy. And again, nothing to take away from Catherine and her teaching. That's not the point. The point is you need to like break up with this association of happy prof equals happy client, because that doesn't, it doesn't, make sense it doesn't connect it can but not always seldom the other way around, seldom does more so the other way around for sure because if a client's happy Catherine, anyone will say well of course so I told you to do that all along exactly absolutely i think i think that would be very good important for you to tell them that and make that clear and to to let them know to like really reinforce the idea of like you know we want something that's that's cool and creative but like you know focus on the brief like pay attention to the brief Mm -hmm. you know like because we've informed the brief i've we've given Catherine heaps of feedback they have the brief already uh the students don't the students are getting the brief on monday but like earthscape has the brief Oh, okay. So I've read it a couple of times. Nathan's read it a couple of times. Carlin's read it a couple of times. So that the, and we've given input in terms of what we want to see because the first draft yeah. that I got, 
I spent probably two or three hours reading it and writing. I wrote like a, I basically, I rewrote the brief for Catherine saying like, wow. I understand why. And I, I felt bad because like, I don't want to like, I don't want to write the project for her. I don't want to say, I want you to make it the way that we want it. But at the end of the day, but you're in that position, we're in that position and we're it like, has to be relevant to yeah. us. That's the yeah. other thing. Well, you guys have to get something out of it, right? Exactly. If you're not getting, if you're not getting an intern or, you know, R and D project out of it, there, and yeah, there's gotta be uh, something in it for you guys, otherwise, other than just wanting to help and yeah, other than just generation design social stuff, credit, which is great, but it's like that also only goes so far, like in a professional setting. Like there has to be a, mm-hmm. there has to be a two way street, right? Exactly. It's like because it costs time for us to be there. It's like exactly two hours for myself, two hours for Carlin, two hours for Nathan. I was going to say, right? Because technically what you're being paid for. I'm being paid for that. I'm being paid for that. Exactly. And there's like, there's my salary that kind of, and this is like one thing that I never understood, but there's my hours that are taken into account. There's also like the overhead for me that gets taken into account. There's the fact that this is now say 5% of my weekly hours that are not going towards something that brings right. in money for the company, which makes, which basically just continues to increase my hourly worth where, which is different from my hourly rate. Right. The hourly worth is like how much I can contribute to the company as in like an estimated monetary value. Say it's $60 an hour, roughly that if I'm working it's kind of like 60 hours goes into the company right. because the work that I'm doing will be bringing in money, right? Right. So it's two hours for me, two hours for Carlin, two hours for Nathan. And if the work that I'm doing brings in 1x, if the work that Carlin does brings in 2x, the work that Nathan does brings in 3x, say it's 120 bucks for me, it's 240 for Carlin, that's 360 for Nathan. That's like, say it rounded out to a thousand dollars a day for each of us just to be there for two hours as a rough estimate and like just blatant numbers we don't want to be we don't want to be shown stuff like the same thing over and over again that's just depressing because then that wastes our time and that makes it less fun for us yeah and that's kind of how i feel that i feel like that's what we did with the brp thing where we showed them shit that was like subpar to mediocre imagine that uh was it the lead designer um it was the or he, the, the, the french guy right did he yeah had, he came the one day right he came on the critique that was the big day he, right when that was the big <laughs> day called d-day <laughs> and he and he and he did remember me when i interviewed with him which is cool right. um but he is the vice i don't want to imagine s- his time how much very how much he makes like how much money's being spent for him to come down there i'm guessing they flew Mm -hmm. over they flew they so it's like actually cost a plane flight hotel all that shit yeah and his hourly rate like his whatever like his like holy shit it that is interesting thinking from that point of view he's the director of design and innovation yeah so he's yeah Okay. Yeah. So he's bringing in a big 
chunk of value. Of like he's title. a big guy. It's a bit of a big title. Yeah, big of a bit, bit of a big deal. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that'd be one thing to really stress to them, being like, yeah, I know your first years. I'm, I don't want to be an asshole, but also I'm not gonna hold your hand, like in the nicest way possible. I know what even first years are possible are capable of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like capable of a lot, you know, we'll help you. That's why we're here. And we know your first years, but like also you're going to work your ass off because we know we can push you. You're going to get your, like you're capable of this. It's like every time all the props, right? Like Catherine would like, or Bruce would push us. Cause he'd be like, they'd be like, not cause we want to watch you suffer. It's cause we truly believe you are capable of doing way more achieving way more than you think you can do Mm -hmm. you know i think i really think for them to like really drill into them be like look like this is the brief be as creative as possible remember if the client we're the client we're asking you of this don't give us something that has nothing to do with this it doesn't meet this right Mm -hmm. like you know if this is the brief and this is the theme or whatever this is what you gotta hit if you're not doing research on this or like if it has nothing to do with this then like it's kind of a waste of our time because that's not what we're looking for Mm -hmm. and like all four new ideas absolutely if it's something that we haven't seen before absolutely that's an important thing but critique yourself before you show that if it's a good idea if it's a new idea for the sake of having a new idea and it doesn't actually contribute to anything if it doesn't solve the problem that they're given right like exactly it's like not doing anything then why bother yeah but conversely there's also there's a fine balance between like wanting to push them and then burning them out or not pushing them hard enough and then being like oh well this is easy but also not wanting to discourage them and and that'll be like a fine balance of and it's not like I'm going to go in there and say like, oh, all these designs are shit. Yeah. Like I haven't even been doing it a full year. Yeah. Right. Carlin's been doing it like four years. Nathan's got like seven, eight, nine plus years. I'm like a small fish in a big sea. But the point is there's the, there's like the relationship factor that students can have with the prof and the project and the client. And typically the balance is skewed where the relationship is more focused on the prof because you're going to get a good mark, but the client doesn't care about your mark. The client also doesn't care about what your final grade is. If they want to hire you, if you do good work, if you happen to get a 90%, cool. If you happen to get a 70%, cool. Can you do the work? Can you do what's being asked of you? Yeah. That's the important question. And if you can answer yes, yes, I can do the work that you're asking me. Party on, Wayne. Sign sign right up. Yeah. But if you can't do the work simply because you're spending all this time simply trying to just suck up to the profs, well, sucking up doesn't really get you a too far in a professional context because it sticks out like a sore thumb right. but if you can't do the work anyways then why bother right you know and like to to finish off but 
I remember Drake basically saying like, you guys need to like live and breathe this stuff. You can't like go home and like play video games and like come back and treat it like a, like a part-time job or a thing to do for fun. At the end of the day, BRP is spending money on you guys because they're sending us out here. They're sending us to do these critiques. The thing costs money to run and time is money and money is business. Ultimately, more money equals more more success. And you can't have more money if you spend money. That doesn't work that way, right? So the point, like the point being that I want to come across as a positive, encouraging voice to the students, hopefully something relatable, which I think will be hard because. And I only say that because it's not like it's not like I slacked off or anything in school. It's not like I took the easy route out. We spent weekends in the shop and that sucks. And other people didn't spend time in the shop and that shows, right? Mm -hmm. And not everybody's willing to do that. That's the other thing. Someone would say, okay, well, it's, it's all well and good for you to spend 72 hours straight in the shop, but like, I like sleeping in my bed and I have a life. Like, well, I can't take that away from you, can I? But I can simply tell you what, in my experience, has worked. Yeah. That if you put in the time and you put in the effort, you're going to get the results. And if you're not willing to put in the time, therefore you're not willing to get the results. Mm -hmm. Just That's just how it works. So it's trying to come across positive, trying to come across encouraging, trying to, trying to come across relatable but also trying to come across as a, I want to act as like a, a hard coach in a way yep. where it's pushing them hard. Even when they're saying like, I can't do it anymore saying like, no, you can, you just need to do it. And once you start to do it, you'll realize, okay, I could do this all along to break down that like mental barrier, but it's going to be tough. Yeah, because I have no idea who the students are. I don't know what they're like. I don't know how old they are. I don't know like, I know nothing about them. But I'm optimistic. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be really cool. I, you just gotta tell them like, look, you want to practice? It's start go look, Google playground sketches and practice. Yeah, the best way to do it is just copy what you see. Yep, copy it, overlay it, and then do it yourself, and then continue to do that, and fall in love with the process of it don't fall in love with just getting a good grade and having a satisfactory end product fall in love with doing multiple iterations of something fall in love with doing a whack ton of shit yeah and fall in love with best with covering walls and sketches and finishing big pens i'm gonna say you better finish off at least three big pens in the next <laughs> seven weeks Otherwise, no one is passing. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say something and I just forgot now, but. That's okay. I think falling in love with the process is, is an important thing to realize because there's one thing that I don't think I understood in first year was that the process is never the same from project to project, but the process also never changes. Yeah. Right. It's never the same, but it's also never different. Just I see the process is the same, but the context is different. 
problems changes. Oh, that's a better. The problem better changes, but that. the way to solve the problem doesn't. That's a better way to put it. Right. For sure. And what I was going to say, I just remember, was it, that would be something like, you know, tell them, be like, you know, one of the things, and same with me, one of the things I wish I could change if I go back and change something in Humber is I wish, one of the main things would be, I wish I didn't care about the marks. Yeah, that's going to be That's like one of like, that's top five things I wish I could change. Yeah. Might be top three or top two, you know, like that's, that's top. That's, that's number one for me. That's wish I could just not care about the marks. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm going to confidently come out and say that's number one for me. If, if you, if you're doing, if you're working your ass off, the marks will come. It's not the other way around. No, not the other way around. Very evident of that. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be basically, I think, beginning of March until the end of April. Because that's like the end of of semesters at the end of April, basically, or first week of May, something like that. I know for us, usually, was it like the 27th, 28th of April, usually? Yeah, I think so. That's like the last day with like all the elective exams and everything, too. That was like the absolute last day, right? It was like the end of... 27th, 28th of April or something. I'm pretty sure. Or was it, no, or was it like 17th, 18th? Wasn't it like thesis always on like the 17th or 18th of April or something like that? Uh, in the year that we did not have the strike, it was on in, in the middle of April. Right. Because yeah. our program was always two weeks or a week shorter than everything else yes. at Humber. Um, we were 14 weeks. Everything else was 16. Um, right. So yeah, mid-April, I think, is when it's going to get wrapped up. I don't. I think it's the third week of April based off of the schedule that I have. But I could be wrong. I don't really know. I don't keep up with it. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. And I also hope that like they have questions as well. Yeah. They can pitch and because I'm curious to what their mindset is about it. Yeah. I'm the big mindset guy. Just like hype the shit up out of people. I think it'd be cool. It's going to be cool, I think, for you to be in that position now where you can, you know, you don't have to do it and you get to I watch don't have to do it. and critique and stuff like that. I think that'd be cool. I can wake up at eight o'clock in the morning knowing I didn't have to stay up all night doing a project to satisfy these people that I may never see for the rest of my Beautiful, life. Beautiful, isn't it? It's weird. It's like, I think about back to Umbra, staying up for like 24 or 48 hours to impress Dom and Laura yeah. who are going to come in. And now, like, Dom's a friend, and we, like, laugh and talk shit all the time. Weird. Like, that's strange. How things work. But you have to to do those all-nighters to get where you are now, so you don't have to do all-nighters. That's the point, right? Exactly. I'm going to say, if you don't pull at least three all-nighters a week, you're (laughs) You're not doing it Get out of my sight. (laughs) Get out of my sight. Oh, just pull a Gordon Ramsay. Start acting like (laughs) Gordon Ramsay. If I don't see... 50 pages per student i'm gonna i'm not even gonna look at them it's fucking raw <laughs> i just I wish, wish it, was in, it person, was in person in the studio because i could see you there with your arms around back or arms crossed you and your arms crossed with your blonde stones on just being like mm. man you've done shit. five pages you fucking weakling and that's all you say move on <laughs> kids is there that's gonna be another tough thing is because like my expectations will undoubtedly be higher than yeah probably then realistically what the students are able to do but they're only that high so that someone one out of 13 can push themselves to reach that yeah 
And if one person does that, that's fucking dope. Yeah. I love that. Exactly. That's the coolest shit ever. But also aware that like they've got other shit going on. They've got other classes. So yeah. And it's also that's year, something though. I can it's it's gotta make it a memorable experience. You gotta you gotta suffer, man. You gotta suffer. Speaking of suffering, we've been uh, at this thing yes. for 50 minutes now and uh, time to wrap it up Yep, for another day tomorrow. And hopefully it all goes well. So uh, if you're interested in uh, any of the things we talked about today, email us hi at bigdesigncompany.com or visit the website www.bigdesigncompany.com. And if you have a podcast specific question, that can be sent to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. We've got a very big episode coming up in the next yes, yes. five episodes very excited very excited beyond like beyond excited this define if you google excitement or if you look up excitement in the dictionary this episode is next to that description very much looking forward to it um it's gonna be cool but yeah zach watson yes sir what is our instagram process underscore underscore podcast nice ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening we'll see you tomorrow peace process.